Father. If you have some questions in the corners of your mind and traces of discouragement and peace you cannot find, reflections of your past seem to face you every day. But this one thing I do I know your skies are dark You think the sun won't shine In case you don't know But the word of God is true And everything he's promised He will do it for you That's the reason I say Jesus is the Good evening, dear listener. It is a blessed Sunday evening, again, the 9th day of February 2020. And just gone by is Reverend Methel and the Rohi Church. What a wonderful and quite educative subject to treat. It's a sieve, uh, it's a, a curtain raiser for us. But you're welcome to 97.3 City FM. The program is Bible Answer Man with Reverend Fred McDavis. Uh, last week we began something very, very interesting. We started a conversation on effective marriage with um, Reverend Francis Auburn. Uh, this evening we'll be uh, pushing it a little further and we'll be looking at something quite very, very interesting. We'll be looking at um, effective communication or communication for effective marriage, what it entails, which, what are the steps to take to make it comfortable for couples to be able to be themselves and comfortably speak about almost everything they can talk about to make their relationship very interesting. They want to open up the channels of conversation and communication. Uh, allow your spouse to be able to tell you uh, the things that they can't talk to anyone about and uh, our program is very interactive the whatsapp line to uh, connect with us is 054-998-6996 and also for your information we are facebook live on facebook.com forward slash city 973 
I'd like you to get all your questions and contributions coming through before we begin the conversation. And I'll be back shortly when I do. I'll introduce my studio guest and we'll go into the conversation, communication for effective marriage. Please keep your dials locked up here. I'll be back shortly while I seek your attention for this very important information. The Premier League is getting fierce and exciting. It's the master versus the prodigy as Jose Mourinho's Tottenham Hotspurs face Frank Lampard's Chelsea for the second time this season. Can Jose Mourinho deliver a victory for Spurs at the Stamford Bridge? Side put it away by Walker. Chip back in by Mora! And there's the goal! It's a debut goal for Steven Bergwijn! Welcome to the Premier League! What a moment! For the rapid Dutchman, what a moment for Jose Mourinho. Or will Lampard's Chelsea secure another win in the London Derby? Mason Mount with the free kick for Chelsea. Up goes oh my goodness. Rudiger again. It's another header and it's another goal for the centre-half. Join City Sports team for another compelling viewing experience of the world's most exciting league. It's Chelsea versus Tottenham in another Premier League roadshow at the Swiss Spirit Hotel and Suisse Alisa Accra on the 22nd of February, Saturday at 12 midday. The live broadcast of the Premier League is on City 97.3 FM. It's powered by TalkSport and brought to you by Betway. Bet your way. Sometimes, musical perfection comes from collaboration. A collection of talented individuals can create something beautiful. And this is also true in life. Because when we work together, the result can be exceptional. That's why Fidelity Bank will always be by your side to help you achieve your goals. You and Fidelity. Because together, we are so much more. Fidelity Bank. Believe with us. Well, thank you for giving us your attention for the just-gone-by information. But you're welcome back to the program Bible Answer Men. And as I said earlier, we are looking at communication for effective marriage. I'm excited one more time to have um, my... Um, studio guest uh, one i mean i guess they need no introduction um reverend sefas here good evening sir good evening chief uh the way you call me chief sometimes i'm like <laughs> yeah, yeah. how far can i go with that but uh um, how you call it valentine is just around the corner oh yeah and uh what are your plans for it well you see my phone has these colors <laughs> uh, but really i think it's a very good time to reflect and to put things together and um, incidentally the real story started with Valentine being murdered but we celebrate love now but I think that you know it, whatever it is we have to take it and make the best of it mm-hmm. and except that as Christians you must not be complimenting what others would do we might be contrasting what they I'm, do I'm actually looking at it in light of marriage exactly. couples yeah. yes so we might be contrasting it it's mm-hmm. um, the flower should not go unless for unless the forgiveness precedes it okay um, okay the all the celebrations, the romance, 
must match the reality on the ground and we must also these are times when we we should allow these events to be used as pedestals to reconcile us because we 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 have our shortcomings as men mm. they have their shortcomings as women okay. still we are stuck to each other you know mm. um so uh, don't uh, 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 what the trouble said you can said go to the man finally you can't live with her and you can't live without her so i pray that we make the best of it you can't live with her, with her. neither you can you do without her, without her. <laughs> reverend francis Auburn, you're welcome thank you thanks for being here last week it was quite uh, educative and intriguing as well um how has your family been in what is the church? Uh, how's the church preparing for the love month? Let me ask. Yeah, my family is well by the grace of God. And uh, my wife, Yakoba, good evening to her. Whoa. And, uh, <laughs> we are we are ten years this year. We're going to be eleven years. Congratulations. Yeah, and uh, we've got we are we are fortunate to be blessed with three kids. Mm. And uh, the church family is doing well. The keeper's house. Um, this year we're going to be five years in August. Wow. And uh, God has really been gracious to us. So uh, we're preparing. On Friday, we are going to have a service for Vows Day. We always have okay. a service for <laughs> both the singles and the married. Okay. We are handling toxic relationships. Mm. And mm. Uh, I will release a book to that effect, mm. um, Sexual Disasters. Okay, so, wow. Uh, it's, Already it's, it's, my appetite is whetting, <laughs> and uh, I'm sure it's going to be a wonderful time. Awesome. We wish you the best Thank you. come Friday. But the subject for discussion this evening, follow up from last week, communication for effective marriage. Reverend Auburn, I remember doing a class on communication in my computer days, and we were taught that communication is the conveying or transmission of information from one location to the other uh, you may expect some noise some interruptions and all of that but once you are so you are successful in getting the information from one location to the intended place you have done your communication is that anything different from what should transpire in marriage in order for it to be effective a little different in that um, there should be reciprocity mm. um, when you transmit the message to your targeted destination um, in marriage you should ask for feedback or yeah, you should yeah you should be in ready for for a feedback and the feedback is very necessary for the next level mm. so um, um as we go on in the program we will find out that the home will flourish mm. when we have developed the skills to be able to handle feedbacks and uh, also materialize or appropriate, you know, um, the the feedbacks and mm -hmm. incorporate them into our actions and decision making mm -hmm. going forward mm -hmm. and all of that. So, mm -hmm. uh, communication is great. It's very very great because for me, every um, venture or um, endeavor has um, <clears throat> the content or the substance. It loves to discuss things about that becomes like the adhesive mm. the glue you know that holds it together in a business um, relationship you are likely to talk about goal setting meeting target and all of that so everything kicks to play when we start talking about such things in a home 
<clears throat> we have to be talking about love and emotions mm. mostly mm. love and emotions and then from there when we have the the foundation set we can be building on mm. into other things and all of that and as we go on possibly we'll talk about some of the um, differences men have with women okay. because men we are always trying to pursue a particular line of communication logic and that makes some <laughs> other communication not interesting to us mm. and then the women too and all of that but it's beautiful I, uh, communication is great yeah and, uh, so yeah, thank you very much, Reverend Auburn. Emotions and love, and would have to give some credulence and attention to the glue. Something has to be there that glues you and holds, I mean, provides a certain adhesive element in the uh, communication. I mean, you want to feel who you're talking to. Reverend Cephas, my cardinal. Yes, sir. Uh, is there is there the need for us to have a certain foundation in order for communication in marriage to be effective? And if there is, what is that foundation? I think the 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 the, the rising or rather the core should be commitment to a cause, or rather commitment to the cause. You know, because um, I just flip back to what Reverend Robin shared with us the other week, that it's essential that you know the purpose for which you want to, your purpose in life, mm -hmm. more or less, comes back to that. And once you know the purpose, you know, you have to look at who comes around in terms of a relationship and a marriage and, and who, so that that person can help you to fulfill it. Mm -hmm. But it's important that we place the commitment in its settings because, mm -hmm. you see, um, as he just alluded to, it's going to be swing here and swing there, you know, okay. like a pendulum. Yeah. Because you're not going to have, you know, the best day every day. You're not going to have the worst day every day as well. And um, and therefore, we must have that discipline and respect the commitment that we, we've all agreed on in the beginning. We come to these commitments at the best in the twilight of our, you know, at the heights of our relationships. So we must allow it to be the pivot around which we deal with everything. Once we lose that centrist core, then the wind will play us. Mm. And that is why relationships go out of hand. Okay. The, the, so there are two couples, for example, they will have gone through serious storms about the same thing. Indeed, one couple may even have gone through the worst ones. But once, as... Uh, alluded to last week they know what their purpose is mm, mm, they will interpret mm. whatever happens in terms of that purpose that we have committed we committed ourselves not to lose this track not to lose track and therefore whatever it is let's get down to talk about okay. it so it's important to know what we've committed whatever it is yeah. let's get down to talk it's about very very key it. let's open the channels e of exactly because we have a purpose very, very and important we don't want to lose a you know of and it. therefore when we have and therefore, unmanaged pain becomes the biggest threat to mm, us mm, because mm. you have to manage the pain. And unfortunately, based on how we grew up, we all manage our pains differently, you know, but we have to learn to manage it right. Mm, mm, you mm. get it? And decisions must reign supreme over our sentiments and emotions mm. so that we can line them up. It's a tough job. It's sweet to talk about it. But when I am home... I don't want to hear some of these things when I'm angry mm. because mm. that is no, I, it, you know, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> so, but we have to pinch ourselves. Okay. Otherwise, 
you know, if we die. <laughs> Thank you very much, Reverend. Self-as-hell-good-um-hearted. Dear listener, your dial is still on 97.3. Sit here from the program is Bible Answer Man. As I said earlier on, our WhatsApp line is open and we'll be grateful if your comments, questions, and contributions can be coming through via 054-998-6996. The subject we are looking at or conversation, I mean, having a conversation around is very, very interesting. Communication for effective marriages. Some uh, individuals in marriage relationships are dying silently and uh, would look at it. Um, Reverend Auburn, uh, Reverend Selfers just mentioned some Something about pain. I'm wondering if it could be one of the things that make particular some people in a relationship just shut off, go quiet, and coil in. What are some of the things apart from pain that make uh, members within a couple? I mean, uh, couples. One of the couples decide not to open up and talk about anything at all. Loss of friendship. In, yes. I mean, loss of friendship in a marriage destroys the channel of communication more than anything. Um, you know, you can, you can speak with anyone, you can live with anyone, but it takes friendship to measure the levels and mm. the degrees of um, the depth of your commitment yeah. and how you yeah. want to. So Very true. if, if Very when true. you lose friendship in, in your marriage, in your relationship, mm. um, too many things will go wrong. Mm. You know, because in the first place, people are in a relationship because they can find some kind of friendship or bonding mm. that makes the two become one, more okay. or less. Yeah. You know, so when that friendship starts dissipating, mm. you see that the closeness and everything starts just falling apart gradually Drifting and all of that. There's a scripture that's in, in, um, in Songs of Solomon. Um, 4, 9, and 10, it talks about you have won my heart, my sister, my bride. So you can clearly see that um, you have won my heart, my sister, my bride. So even in courtship, we move from sister level, okay? Mm. And then so the person is like, that's why yeah. it, it's, it's almost mm. abominable mm. to sleep with someone before marriage because at that I mean, level, I mean, it's yeah. like a sister. Like you won't sleep with your sister. Yeah. So you get to know the person, you get to know the emotional measure and all of that. Then it graduates to okay. my bride. Mm. Okay, so mm. these two elements are in the relationship so that as you won't abuse your sister, sister. that's how you measure you not to abuse your bride. You know, so friendship is key because it's it's very difficult. You can never get closer to anybody until you you communicate, and mm -hmm. the communication works well when there is friendship. So, yeah. for me, when we Rev talked about um, hurt, mm -hmm. hurt is one of the elements that will break a, a quality friendship. Mm -hmm. You know, especially when. Um, we do not develop the emotional skill to pick up nonverbal signals mm. of mm. the mm. emotional postures of people. You know, because you are with someone and the person is hurting and they won't say it in words. Yes. They can even be jumping about and, and all of that and they are bleeding inside. Mm. So if you live with someone, it's important to have this emotional intelligence to be able to read them on and off the radar. Okay. You know, so okay. just glossing <clears throat> over 
who they are and not getting into it. And when you are living with someone, after a while, you get frustrated that they have not learned of you. Mm. Jesus told his disciples, you have not learned of me. Mm. So after a while, why don't you know me? Yeah. You know, why can't you read me? And so your, your partner or your spouse may have passed a thousand and one real, um, messages to you and you, you, you may not have caught it. You know, mind you that, of course, for those of you who are journalists and communication <laughs> um, practitioners, there is the verbal communication yeah, and the non-verbal yes, communication. The so, and most of the time, we do more of the non-verbal communication exactly. than the verbal yeah. communication. So when head piles up and there is mm. consistency in the pile up of the head, it, it will kill the relationship. And mm. where relationship, it will kill the communication. Where yeah. communication breaks down, that's where love stops where communication breaks down that because, because think of it yeah. i mean if you say you love someone in marriage mm. the whole process starts with communication yeah. i love you we yeah. start talking and blah 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 and mm. all of that mm. so mm. when that process breaks down and things there are many things that make that process mm. break down mm. you know as we go on we'll be talking about yes. some people having a self -prese uh, presentation mm -hmm. you know so some present uh, themselves as very strong Mm -hmm. Some use intimidation, yeah. some use ingratiation, mm. and all of that. But mm. let's if we talk about well, intimidation, yes. mm -hmm. you find out that some people cannot be in a relationship without presenting themselves to the other parties as a very strong person, strong thereby person, intimidating yeah. them. Intimidating shuts people down, mm. and you mm. know, and will mm. will deprive the the person presenting him or herself as very strong, some quality ingredient that might be needed for their own success. Mm. You know, mm. so in a relationship, you have so to you, really you intimidate your partner at your own destruction. At your own destruction. Yeah. You know, you have to nurture and cultivate openness for your partner, um, liberty, freedom. Like when people are around you, mm -hmm. they should really blossom. Like okay. they should come alive. Mm -hmm. You should make them come alive. And whether they will come alive or they will shut down, it depends on your depends self presentation. On, okay, okay. And so, some homes, the wife doesn't know when she's playing with the husband or is serious <laughs> what 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 is supposed to be a what is and it can become mm. a major matter you know and then the, sometimes the husband also doesn't know and all of that and so we talk about all these things but like rev said when pain builds up it begins to shatter the mm. Mm. the what do you call it the identity of yeah. the person yeah. what we normally call self-esteem you know and when people begin to have injuries in their esteem mm, mm. They, they become something else you know yeah. and so communication is good it's great it will keep the marriage flowing and uh once we can able we'll be able to uh, make it work yeah it, it, it's, it's a perfect thing that makes it work communication is good once we can make it work it will make our relationships and marriages quite perfect if not exactly what god wants it to be dear listener i hope you are sending your comments via whatsapp line zero five four 
0809-998-6996. Reverend Auburn has um, told us a few things. Number one, when there is no friendship, when friendship dies in a relationship, when somebody will coil in and the channels of communication will be shut, when they get hurt, you know, if you are not able to read your partner and because they're expecting you to know them, haven't been with them for this time. And I mean, you, 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 your partner can be angry with you and you don't even know yeah. that they are angry with you. And when you have a certain self-presentation that intimidates your partner, in fact, quite a lot of things, it shuts them up, breaks them, they get hurt and their self-esteem is wounded. Cardinal, um, from what Reverend Auburn uh, have just said, it appears as if whatever we do, uh, either with right intentions or wrong intentions, if we don't read between them properly, we end up hurting ourselves once our, uh, um, our spouse are hurt. I wonder whether you agree with that or it's something else. I do. I, I totally agree. And you know, as... Um my brother was speaking, uh, my mind goes back to the New Testament, something mm. that one time, uh, Jesus was talking about marriage, divorce, and all those tassels of life, and mm. Matthew 19, 10, and the difficulties, and I think it was quite disillusioning for the disciples, because the Bible says in Matthew 19, 10, and his disciples said to him, uh, you know, if the case of the man be so with his wife, <laughs> it is better. good but not to marry. <laughs> You know, and <clears throat> we need to stay the course. <clears throat> we need to get a hold of ourselves. And little lepers become big lepers, and then big lepers are able to kill. <clears throat> we, we must instruct ourselves gradually okay. in everything we do. We must gradually learn to manage our tempest. It's not a thing of glory to be described as a quick-tempered person. Mm. But we celebrate it. You know, and it, it meanwhile, some people are paying a high price for that. Mm. So it's important that it's become to it. We must, we must know our purpose mm. and be committed to it and know that it, there is nothing like a free lunch. We must work at it. It's, marriage is hard work. Marriage is hard work. They're very... Painful hard work. <laughs> but can it be enjoyable? Because it is hard work, when you do the hard job, it's really enjoyable. Okay, okay. But if you don't do the hard job, you're going to have problems. Mm -hmm. And that is why I just want to make a, a sweeping statement that I people should learn from 2020 not to hurry to discuss their marital problems. Whoa. I don't care with who. See, um, life has a way of taking care of itself. Mm. A lot of issues that could come up in your relationship and in your marriage. Couples are not designed to, to pick a phone at every first opportunity with a problem. Mm. We are not designed to email at the first opportunity or text another because of something in the relationship or in the marriage. We are supposed to build ourselves up and be vessels of instruction to others who are coming up after us. If we don't learn to stand on our feet, we can't carry anyone along. Mm. It's very frustrating 
to feed, feed a growing child even when he's 21. So we have to mm. grow and mm. it's a painful process. Mm. Growth is painful. <coughs> growth is painful because growth is, is means consistent change. Okay. And change is the, probably the most difficult word in the English dictionary, you know, in English dictionary <laughs> because it really means what you have now come to settle with, you must walk away from it. Form. It's a tough job. And that was why, he, he, you know, whilst he was speaking, he, you know, he was really trying to get to it. Um, the reality is there mm. that no matter what we've all read, when issues are happening at home, it's not sweet to remember <laughs> the rules. So we must pinch ourselves regularly and daily and put value on what we have. It is also the reason why, you know, and shamefully we fail more because we let God out of our lives. Okay. If we can be more God-minded and God-conscious of our relationships, if you see your husband as the one God has brought to help you become who he wants you to be till he calls you, if you see your wife as the one God has brought into your life to be with you and to help you fulfill God's plan, you will you then, if you remind yourself of that regularly, because it's very difficult to attack somebody you pray for. Mm, 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 it's very, mm. very difficult to do that. You know, so it's important that we put in place the axes and the structures that will force us at the time we want to just do what we like to stay the course. I think it's very, it's not easy, you know, to do it, but it's the way to go because the alternative, the shortcut, which is to say, it's all right, I live in Skesara, Sara, whatever will be, will be, it's the longest journey. Mm. So let's hold on and get things going when we go at it together and we don't solve then we call for help we we have you know we have these chocolate marriages around um <laughs> or rather ice cream chocolate is a bit hard it can't stand anything marriages can't stand anything and to think that we believe we know god more to think that we think our parents were not born again, they were not committed to Christ, they didn't talk in tongues, if you please. They didn't have the Bible verses all over. The kind of Bible verses we know today, apparently didn't know one hundredth of it. Yet but the little too. they knew, they maximized it. They, they revered and they worked with it. Mm. So I think we need to really wake up and ask ourselves, what are we doing? Mm. We must wake up because otherwise we are losing it. Christian marriages are no more nice. Um, they are they are not worth talking about. Mm. There are a lot of unbelievers who respect certain principles that are biblically based. They may not have Christ in their hearts, but they've got him at the door and they follow his instructions. Mm. The rules work. Even if it's a rat, it's applying it. It will work for the rat. So I, I, I just want to compliment what he's saying, that it, there's no alternative. We've got to work with the rules and let it work for us. That's the way to we go. We have to work with the rules and let the rules work for us. Uh, when you begin to get a certain um, um, reputation for yourself, you have a very quick temper. If that is not the right thing, what I pick up from what Cardinal has said. Dear listener, uh, your dial is still on 97.3 City FM. The program is Bible Answer Man with Fred Mac Davis. And um, would like to now look at practical steps to take for communication to be effective in the marriage, in our marriages. Reverend Auburn, what are some of the practical steps we can take? Yeah, before I even do that, let me just do a, a little um, Go ahead, sir. Um, foundational stuff. You see, when we are applying a tool 
and we don't know the usefulness of the tool mm, I mean, mm, to mm. our lives, it becomes um, just an activity we are trying to carry out. But when, once we begin to find out that it's core to our existence, mm. then it, the pursuit becomes an interest. So whilst we're talking about communication, for me, communication is, is, is very key mm. in the effectiveness of the home because lack of intimate communication in the family will lead to frustration lack of it will lead to separation and eventually it will lead to divorce so you know there are people who believe the ones i've given you the food i've given the money for this blah 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 and all of that it's okay you see in marriage you have to give yourself first mm. before your gift before your provision so it's always selfish so when you are providing everything imagine a child you're providing everything and you are not attending to pta mm, or mm, you mm. know um open day opening books and all and then he sees other people coming and all of that yeah. it just begins to reshape the child and all mm, of that because self mm. first so intimate relationship lack of it will produce frustration you can be having provision on ground and a person is still um, frustrated so and that's why people separate emotionally before okay. they even okay. do physically okay. because there's no communication and when it comes to communication there must be no assumptions mm. there must be no ambiguities the information to a spouse and instruction to children must be very clear very clear so like these are the foundations like the fundamentals and uh every communication also has a due season mm, mm. you know so you can say okay, okay. i mean because not every time is a good time, time to, say to say what say, is on mm, your mind mm. so for for this particular point every person must have at least two buttons <laughs> inside you you must have a deferral button that is able something. to defer what's on your mind at a particular time if it doesn't suit the occasion and then you should also build shock absorbers <laughs> and so if you don't have shock absorbers there are because there are things that are said and the meanings are different from how they cut across mm. or how they come across so if you don't have shock absorbers to absorb things and give your partner the space or the benefit of the doubt to process it and to make meaning of it by him or herself, you you find out that you'll be very reactional mm. in, in your communication. And so in families, people don't even give people a chance to finish their statement. Mm. Mm. If you do counseling or communication, they always tell you that listen to make meaning of what is being said. Okay. You have to make meaning of what is being said because people say things that words are not saying. Whoa. And you need to listen to make meaning beyond of beyond what, what the person is saying. There you is need to meaning. listen to make meaning. Don't be interjecting people here and there when they are talking. It's very frustrating when you know you have a spouse and you know he doesn't have a listening ear. Mm. 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 You know, and people can be listening to you, but they are not making meaning of what is being said. And people get frustrated when they are not understood. Okay. You know, so you have to listen to make you know because you see a spouse talking. Let me tell you this. Mm -hmm. I understand. Let me tell you this. Let me. So it just brings, it makes you cut across like somebody who is all knowing, somebody who who has everything figured out and and all of that. But when you are in a relationship with someone, you must find it within yourself to respect the person. 
because you realize that people you respect even when they are coming out with nonsense in quote mm. you are just mm. ready to listen to them yeah and when you listen you're able to even give a better direction mm. you know of how the communication should be and then proffer solutions to whatever the issues yes, i mean same, discussions yeah. here and there and all of that you know and communication and in marriage has suffered because of some basic things first of all people are not genuine in and honest in their assessment and then sometimes the motive is also not right because the motive for most men in particular is to control when men are not in control they feel very powerless yeah so in most families you see that the motive is to have a controlling spirit what i say is what should run the home mm, mm, and all of that mm, but I, mm. I want to tell every man if the woman is not wise enough don't marry the woman okay but if you ever marry anybody you should deem the person to be wise enough. wise enough to share certain level of 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 um, discussions with you, and you know so it's important that you are also genuine in your assessment. The Bible yeah. talks about, I mean, rebuking people in love, you know, and, and all of that. So you should really be genuine and honest in your assessment. Mm. When I'm speaking to my wife, yeah, it doesn't matter how sensitive the matter is, she can bank on the fact that. I'll not be sentimental. Mm -hmm. I'll not be negative. Mm -hmm. I will. I will give you an honest assessment of what the situation is. I mean, to the best of my wisdom, so mm -hmm. to say. Mm -hmm. And then, so when it is like that, people are able to imbibe okay. what you say to them and give it second thought, third <laughs> thought, because you know that your assessments yeah. are genuine enough. You don't spite them. You don't do things to you know and all of that. Then you should come across as a very humble person. To your spouse at least to your spouse who shares your home with you your bed with you your life with you you should really 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 be humble it's mm. very easy for women to be humble to men that it's very it for difficult men. for men to humble themselves to women but if the home will work there should be humility i mean i don't want to have a chat with someone or share deep things with someone who is very arrogant to me mm, mm, you know so many things come together to destroy the spirit in the home the the love in the home and and the bond in the home so as we begin to go into the things we should do do practical practically in building a communication in the home let me just say one and allow um um, um rev to say something mm. because um I don't want to be a parrot. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. Uh, once we are making meaning of what you're saying, please go ahead. There are some attitudes we shouldn't even bring up. One, always bursting into tears as a sign of oppression from your spouse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Some spouses or friends you cannot have a hard conversation with without them emotionally <coughs> blackmailing you. Emotional blackmail. Emotionally. Blackmail. When you are there with your husband or with your wife, and mostly this particular point is women that normally do it, you are discussing something with them and they burst into tears. Once you do that, you shut the channels of yeah. communication. Mm. You know, because the man doesn't want to see himself as one who is Hurting, perpetrating yes. some kind something of heinous yeah. crime mm. or mm. victimized. Mm. So don't make yourself a victim. A marriage can okay. only work okay. Okay. when you can withstand some things. And some of the things that will bring progress to the home are really hard talk. Okay, okay, 
Okay. Hard talk. So, bursting into tears as a sign of oppression from your spouse <laughs> is a no, 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 no <laughs> attitude. You should, and then doing all the talking. Mm-hmm. You can't be doing mm-hmm. all the talking. You know, when you talk, you should allow some kind of feedback. And let me say that even if the feedback is nonsense to you, it's necessary for our next level. Okay. Okay. You know, because the feedback is the treasure in the heart of the person. And what is in the heart of the person is what they get to pour. Mm. You know, and so if you are not the person who wants the other person to also say they are taught, it's like it's a one-way channel. Mm. And when you are having a monologue, how does it feel? No, no, no. no nobody wants to be. All right, so it's very important. So once you are the one who is always trying to take charge of the communication and talking, 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 you are... Your partner reason you are trivializing their emotional Emotions. stress. Okay. So allow people to come out, allow people to be confident, free around. Let them share what's on their heart. Yeah. Even if it doesn't make sense, it is at that point mm-hmm. that we will be able to fit it into the right package okay. and then okay. and draw some things around. So if you are the one who is always, always talking, talking and the um, other one is not having any opportunity and avenue to also say something, they, are, they, are, they, are, they, they feel pressed uh, down. Uh, it's serious. I want to say more, but <laughs> Kavna is boiling. So. Oh, no. But I guess the, the, I enjoy it. Yeah, but I yeah. guess the, the conversation is getting yeah. very, very interesting, and we have uh, some of our. Um, yeah, some of our people coming through, and let, let's take a few of them. Good evening, Reverend. This is from this is Francis. Well, your namesake is here. It says I'm dating a security service person. I ask her questions like, "What is her passion? What is uh, what is a purpose in life? Uh, what is her interest?" But she always postpones the answers to these questions so i don't know if i should call off the relationship or give her some time francis well i'll allow uh, reverend francis to answer francis yeah not everybody has discovered their purpose in life okay but there are general rules there are things that uh, people are passionate about and their people's passion can lead to their purpose you can mm. easily see that you know all the things that sometimes frustrate people when you are around them, mm-hmm. it can be a pointer to okay. where their drive is, where their purpose is, and all of that. If the person you are dating happens to be a Christian, then possibly some of the things you have to find out is whether uh, what you are passionate about, they are passionate they are about. Are they passionate about, about yeah. prayer? Are they passionate about you being lovely to people? Mm-hmm. Are they passionate about ministry? Are they passionate giving, about giving to share, people, yeah. sharing with people and, and, and giving people emotional support, support and all yeah, of that? Yeah. So um, you can find, you know, because purpose, the discovery of purpose is in, in phases. Okay. So people, it's not like people don't know, but people don't get to define okay. exactly what the purpose is. So you could help them. So you could help them and people discover it when they are on an errand, mm. you know, like Joseph. Mm. He, his mm. father sent him, mm. go give food to your brothers. They sold him and he became a prime minister. Yeah. Saul was looking for his father's animals mm. and then he gets to be anointed as a mm. king. So when people are running errands, <clears throat> then they, they get to discover them. their purpose. And so at the time that. you met them, they may not have defined, they may not I mean, have defined yeah. what the purpose is, mm. but 
being around them, you can see what their passion is, okay. what drives them, what makes them tick. I guess it boils and what down makes to them sick. Yeah. <laughs> what makes them tick? Say it again. Or what, what makes, makes them, them sick. sick? So okay. you have to find out what makes them tick and the things that makes them sick. Mm. And you you try to avoid the things that make them I'm sick. sick. And or build them on to yes. come out of it and then empower no, yeah. the things that make, make them, them tick, tick. Is, okay. is, is key and so this is not like a clear point for you to withdraw you mm -hmm. need to mm -hmm. search and it will also come from your own wisdom okay. to be able to make an assessment for instance when somebody says i love you what is your own assessment of the situation do you also love the person or do you feel the love the person is professing mm. is giving you because um it might not be loving <laughs> after all it may, it may be something else altogether. something else mm. thank you very much well i have a second uh, comment from uncle ben says please if i may ask do you have luck l-u-c-k in relationships or in marriages because a lot of relationships and marriages seem to be moving towards luck cardinal i don't know is there anything that. i don't know <laughs> it's not in my bible i got no. 66 books i read all yeah i don't know luck i no, luck uh, is not in my line okay you, you don't know luck is it that you don't want to talk about it or um, there is I'm not, nothing I'm like not luck capable because <laughs> you know luck is chances and i believe in destiny okay so it's not in my line no it's not it's, so it's, there's nothing i can like mention it. it i can say it, you know in a yeah. conversation yeah. way but for me destiny is key and then mm. we can look at what determines is it character that determines destiny or destiny that determines character that's another but luck is not in my swing mm. yeah mm. blessing is mm. yeah okay. so um the little i will say is you look into the bible from adam to Jacob, to Isaac, and all those people, they they were very definite in talking about who their partner was. Adam said, this is the bone of okay. my bone, flesh of my bone. They knew. It was not a luck matter. Mm. When Isaac met Rebecca, he said, this is the bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. Jacob says, same. So, marriage is not something you can play rough with. Mm. You can you can play the game of chance. You have to be very certain. You have to be very intentional. Anybody that wants to marry must be very intentional. Intentionality mm. is key. Who I want to get married to, the package that 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 must come with, and all of that. So don't play the luck game, or mm. you feel like you are lucky because you met someone. No, you should know what you want and go for what you want if you go for what you want mm. you'll be able to stand with it even in the tough times mm. right i was going to i want to add to what i was very quiet because i wanted to add to what he had said earlier when he made the contribution that's why i wanted him to go on go ahead look <coughs> why did you open your mouth okay why, why did you say what did you say yeah you and said? why did you gesture because he said he talked about verbal and non-verbal communication yes, and all that yes. okay so what what was the reason for opening your mouth mm. was it to say what he wanted to say was it to express what you felt or was it intended that you wanted to gradually influence a change for the better okay that is why timing is key somebody a very good friend has been trying to get me to check something with my wife for him mm. and i will always do that but i read the vibes and consistently it's like i'm not doing what he wants mm. but i want the results he needs so 
I am not talking because I got to get it right for him. So, so I'm like, why are you opening your mouth? We, we, you know, ages ago, one aspect of mass of what they would describe as mass communication was not just to be okay. a GBC or the big station, but to speak and effect a change. Okay. So, what was the purpose of opening your mouth? Whether what she did was right or wrong, whether what he did was right or wrong, did you want to express your dissent and your misgiving about what had happened? Mm. Or did you want that you wanted to communicate so this does not happen again? That should influence when you say it. Okay. <clears throat> because if, for example, someone is very drunk and they're acting and you were a tenant, you want to come into the landlord, is really tipsy. And you know he gets out of hand sometimes when he's tipsy. And you, you get to the house thinking it'll be normal, but it's really tipsy. Best thing to do is go. Mm. Because you don't know how he's going to react. You know, so what that should influence us. And that is where we miss it. We always catch people at the wrong time. Okay. And look, when someone has gone wrong, you know, you don't have to go and say, I told you. <laughs> Antona, Antona. Because if you did that, let me back up a feature. So we must be timely in what we say. When your partner has not listened to you and what you wanted to prevent has happened, yeah. it's not a place to rejoice. You should feel the contrition even more because even though I was not listening to, I didn't pursue enough to avert this. Okay. But for some people, I told you, <laughs> I think it shouldn't happen. And because you see, I always tell people, and I was talking to Reverend Dr. Bizamama Malkwe, and he said, well, see, for some time, the way you share thoughts, I said, I encourage people not to be quick to defend themselves when they are accused, especially when they are innocent. Okay. Because, see, until you die, you never know what is coming your way tomorrow. Mm. So, let God be God in your life. Let's allow God to be God. Okay. Let's ask ourselves, is it the, is it the best time to talk to him about this? Mm -hmm. When mm -hmm. this, uh, this is what has happened to him, even though I was talking about it, I warned him about the friend. This is what has happened to your partner. So, I'm just saying to add to what he said. Yeah. We must, I mean, yeah. So many times people will not listen to us, and you see, they feel we rejoice in their state of, mm, mm, mm. you know, if you please, distraction. Okay, because you said something, they didn't listen, it has come, and the way you're approaching it is as if you are rejoicing. So, I think that we must Again. really be careful. Yeah. And ask us, what is the purpose of opening my mouth, my mouth or making yes. this gesture? Why did very, I very key. Yeah. Thank you very much. Let me take this other comment from Na Inwa. Na says, good evening, Rev. Please, my husband is a type who talk and talk when there is a situation at hand and will allow you to speak less. He hardly prays too. And whenever I ask him to fast, he will tell me stories. Uh, can I talk to now? No, 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 let me deal with this. Now, Ole, Ofecho. Now, how do you say, you know, I can understand everything and I'm on your side because we, we, Reverend has said we may do that. Like we, we talk or we do all the talking. But Charlie, he hardly prays. <laughs> well, maybe you are right. 
And whenever I ask him to fast, he will tell me a story. Nah, he married you because he wants to eat more and the mother is getting weaker. Feed the hungry. That's what they told us. I think it's that's a nice relationship. The way she puts it tells me there's love in the marriage. Um, we'll tell, blah, fast a little for now. And, um, and you know, let's be fair. It's easier for us because we are ministers yeah. of God. But day to day, it's not easy for me. Women more tend to be more of the praying types because of the children and all that than we the men. So uh, it's normal. Um, it's, not a, it's, it's normal everywhere. But lo more love and affection will let him pray a little more and gradually... If you read Reverend Aubin's book, he will begin to fast a little. <laughs> Reverend Aubin, is there, is there something I could do to get the husband to pray? Yeah, I think that um, one of the ways is to um, really let um, your spirituality be a positive impact in the home. Okay. okay. And, and as the woman, if he begins to see the fruit of your righteousness. Mm. Mm. He might want to emulate your ways. <clears throat> because one of the things I've really seen is that it is very difficult for partners to learn from their partner. Wow. Very That's difficult. very, very true. Except the home is really balanced. Mm. So um, for a man whose leadership is devoid of some level of spirituality, you have to, in a very good way, you know, negotiate some form mm. of yeah. A, B, C, D kind of, let's, okay. There's a certain scale. Yes, it's, you need a scale. Is, is it possible for us to not go past two weeks okay. without holding hands to pray, mm. even if it's five minutes? And, you know, and people have different capacities in prayer. Maybe yeah, you, you can pray so much, yeah. he can do like five minutes okay. and he's done. Okay. Okay. So, but okay. you lead them into the water before they can climb the ladder. Mm. Okay. Mm. So get them into the water. Okay. But it takes skill. It mm. takes skill. And when you make people feel like you are very, very valuable and you, you feel for their welfare, they come along. Okay. So... Um, I'm praying for you, but can we pray? Yeah. And all of that. Fasting might be difficult. It's, it takes From a certain level yeah. and for people to fast. But there's something you can do. I just wanted to talk about the first part. I think that as partners, we shouldn't even think that people don't hear past two sentences. Okay, okay. Mm. In my house, I don't, I don't go on and on and on and on. I, I think it's a waste of time. And that's why you should ha you have to marry someone you really respect. Okay. And because I'm not dummy, he's not dummy. dummy. I mean, mm, so mm, how mm. come you say something and you want to go on and on and on and no, you say this thing shouldn't have been blah 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 somebody. Else. So, but normally you go on and on because you are emotionally charged. Okay. Yeah. You know, and that infuriates people because mm. I'm not stupid. As you are speaking, I've heard you and you are still punching, 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 punching. Mm. And you mm. say something that you ought so, not yeah, to you, say. You shouldn't have said. You yeah. know. So um, I was on the line. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. And uh, I, I wanted us to talk about some of the things we have to avoid at this time. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> so engaging in arguments with your spouse mm. is, is that clearly shows that order has broken because we can agree to disagree but they should always don't allow argument in your house
One of the things argument does is it poisons the atmosphere. Mm. And so in an argument, everyone wants their voice to be heard the more. Yeah. And sometimes to do that, you need to shut down someone. And people don't feel well when you shut them down. And avoid using words like never or always. Mm. Mm. You know, these words confer a negative permanent verdict on your spouse. Mm. You know, you are always behaving in a funny way. <laughs> you are never there for me. You know, but people may have tried. You can only improve people, you know, or give them a pathway to improve. But once you begin to use never and always, I never wanted to marry you. I don't even know why I'm in this marriage, you know. And, you know, and then what is even killing is always keeping quiet and refusing to talk in a discussion that is quite sensitive. Some people just shut. So there are people who are normally very subdued in the way they normally come out. It is not very good for a home. Mm. If you are a very subdued person, you subdue your emotions, because most people are extroverts. Okay. And so even if you are an introvert, you have to be a lively person, Mm. you know. Mm. Don't keep quiet, especially. Look, if my wife can do some wonderful things, (laughs) she can just, you are going out and she comes and she can just smell your mouth. (laughs) Whoa. <laughs> said, uh, I think you should brush before, before you go, you out. go out. And you have brush. I just brush. No. It's not. You know, because it's only your spouse that can say some Certain very things, sensitive things. You know, because assuming, let me throw a big, big one now. Go ahead. Assuming your, your husband is feeling uncomfortable about smells from some very sensitive part and of your yeah. body. Let's say your private area. Mm. You should be able to discuss it With without... You know, even thinking twice. Because if you have that affront that do not allow that and you shut down and all of that, what's going to happen is that sex is going to suffer. Mm. And when sex is not often in marriage, marriage will collapse. Okay. And nothing collapses marriage than lack of sex. Nothing collapses marriage than lack of sex. My uh, producer is drawing my attention to a very uh, sensitive uh, one that has come. Good evening, Amajua. My husband is quiet on issues it's been a year since we've been intimate and when i ask him he says he's not well he keeps saying he is dealing with personal issues and that i am not the problem he doesn't like this like discussion okay i'm sure discussing issues (coughs) but rather go silent oh i wonder if we can do this in a minute that's a nice one yeah it's an interesting one but are we on it's an interesting thought, and I think maybe we can really delve into that later because it's shutting down. I wish she would be very honest and tell us how she had dealt how with him as well. Okay. But we know that the well is not the story because a man does not reject sex because he's sick. So there are issues mm. there. So maybe mm. I, I won't talk about this. Mm. I'll leave it so we can that delve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. Mm. It's really maybe the face of the malaria, but. <laughs> You know, please. So, yeah, there's an issue. And it doesn't mean he has not had sex for a year. He has not had sex with her for a year. Yeah, so it's interesting, but I won't talk about that. I really, because I was talking about the things we say to each other, I wanted to add something, you know, because we keep going. One of the things that is happening, and it's in marriages, is the extreme anger and pain Mm. that causes couples to kiss each other. Whoa. Yes. 
I'm talking about marriages. I'm not talking about a third party or anywhere. Just the man and the wife. And you see, it comes with such pain. And then they regret it. And then they do it. And they don't see the consequences. So they do it. And you know, it's easy to sit back and pass judgment on them. But people are talking about managing pain. We need to talk about that maybe one day down the line because yeah. we, we all manage pain very differently differently yeah somebody closes in somebody talks and something like food blah, 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 blah. and because it's a family thing we've learned you know and they don't mean that that thing should happen That's but it's a language they throw yeah, yeah, yeah. and Charlie some of these things you can't mm. take it all back so I, I, I hope that another time we look at some of these areas and help it's a problem and it takes up on the kids you know so we must be careful the subject you're dealing with dear listener i'm hoping because for me it's been a blessing very educative and my dear listener i also believe that but in a minute reverend francis Auburn, i know there's so much you would have liked us to talk about in our our closing closing (laughs) thoughts yes Uh, take it away i believe that communication in the home is key um closing remarks when you're angry control yourself when you are angry control yourself don't say poisonous things that Mm. will hunt you later anything that will hunt you later don't say it and if if you have nothing to say ask for time to think about it is is key for me um we should you know go into marriage knowing that nobody marries their enemy Mm. But situations can create an adversarial relationship. Mm. And you have to do your best to eliminate those adversarial elements. Mm. You know, and talk about things. Just sit and talk. And hold your hands and then, you know, pat yourselves in the back. The world has not come to an end, you know, so take it easy. Take it easy. The world does not come to an end. Thank you very much, Reverend Francis Aubing and Reverend Surfers Haywood Amati. I'm Reverend Fred McDavis. While we take leave here, um, the Writers Project are coming up, after which Jojo Bediako will also come our way with Beauty for Ashes. Early tomorrow morning will come your way with This Is Your Day. And we have been running with the theme we have and anchor. Thank you very much, my producer, Reverend Mauli Chikata, and uh, gentleman Collins for the technical assistance. I'm Reverend Fred McDavis. Do have a wonderful time. God bless you. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the way.